0: Um it's been it's been a little while. Uh the holidays happened, Christmas happened. Um I was like pretty fucking I've been pretty depressed actually the past couple weeks. Um uh, I went to Africa. Uh we're posting a podcast actually tomorrow. Relationships are hard, but that was one that we had already recorded. Um I uh um, I have two guys here that I've never met before.
1: We've met before.
0: We've oh, met before. Right. So o- o- Oleg brought over some random people. <laughs> yeah. Who And uh, what, what's your name? Gustavo. Gustavo. I'm Danny. And Danny? Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> Danny is an interesting character. He has tattoos on his hands what does that say
2: god's love is
0: infinite wow and then i don't see any other tattoos on him but he has one on his I, I saw another arrow somewhere oh yeah on his oh so and then it looks like you have something going on with your mouth what is that did you have like a stroke or something
2: Um, no, I don't know what it was, but ever since I was, uh, you know, as long as I can remember the right side of my face is, um, talk
0: like right into the mic.
2: As long as I can remember the right side of my face is actually, um, it droops. It just doesn't work right. I've gone to a couple of, wow, that's fucking dope.
0: Yeah. I mean, You, you, you might, you might be insecure about it, but I think it's dope actually like i met some girl the other day who had like some weird teeth and i'm like damn your teeth are so cool and she was like she like got she blushed and she was like "Ooh, that's like something i've always been super insecure about my whole life but i think that if we as people learn to embrace our like differences that like it makes you unique you know what i mean
2: yeah it's definitely when i was younger it caused me to be super self-conscious. Yeah. Always wondering. I'd always smile very much with just
0: the right side of Mm, my face mm -hmm. just so it would kind of like look even. Bro, bro, that, people don't realize this, but, like, shit like that, like, gives you – it makes you – like I had a lot of problems with my hip and like, I've had a lot of medical problems my whole life. I've had like a bunch of operations. I've had like my appendix exploded like inside of me. I had appendicitis. I had like uh, leg perthes and, um, like uh, hernia and broken a bunch of different bones. And just like always seems like there's something wrong with me. And, um, That going through that as a kid has given me perspective on life that a lot of people don't have. So I think that like you going through what you went through as a kid, like made you different, made you look at the world differently. At least that's my story.
2: You know, it definitely did because when I was a kid and I thought, you know what, I'm not, I'm not that attractive. That was my thought. But then I thought, but it didn't, it didn't discourage me. What I did was like, you know what, I'm not that attractive. I'm going to be very funny. Yeah. Or I'm going to be very, like, just charismatic. I'm going to be a good listener. I'm going to learn yeah. how to do all this other stuff to kind of make up for the fact that I
0: don't look as good as I wish I did. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Uh, you're, like, a interesting dude, like, right away. I'm like, ooh, what's going on? Like, this dude, I want to know what's going on with this dude and uh gustavo you're a photographer and a videographer that's
1: right mainly photographer yeah Um, so
0: so oleg brought over gustavo and before he came here he's like oh you know he wants to talk to you he's been following you apparently so i met you at chris and mika's wedding you were shadowing oleg and then you just like just started following me or whatever
1: yeah yeah you know i just saw some posts because i follow oleg i see his posts and I uh, started following because uh, I've been sober for a few years now. And so oh, cool. a lot of that content uh, I really related to wow. and I really appreciated. it. And then just a lot of like the, you know, the chats with Pat that you have right. would be very interesting to me. I kind of always wanted to chime in on them. Oh. So I just came over to have a chat and uh, I, thought wow. it was, I thought it was awesome. The timing that you're already having a podcast so I could.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's actually kind of. um I don't know. It's so weird how this happens. Like I just felt like I needed to do one tonight and I didn't really have anything planned. Um, I was going to maybe just talk, you know, alone about
1: like what I've been going through. And, uh, it's just so cool. It's so funny. It's a big coincidence. Cause the only reason I'm here is cause I forgot some memory cards and I was going to pick them up from Ola. Yeah. I mean, this. this dude... I just happened to be watching a movie. Down the street, and I was like oh i 'll just come over yeah it 's cool, yeah,
0: this fool just literally rolled up, and we sat down and i 'm um, like talking to the listeners right now right. And, and, and we started talking, and I was like, "Do you have to like leave i mean it 's ten forty five on a Friday night. He just showed up at my house with his friend uh, Danny, yeah, and uh, we just started talking, and they seemed like really interested in like um, you know, my brand online, I guess you could call it. And like what I talk about, they see, we seem to, I just felt like there was a, uh, a, a mutual underst like a mutual interest. And I'm like, you know what, before we go any further, let's just like turn the mics on and like just talk because you've been sober for five years, but you're not in AA. I heard.
1: Right. Yeah. I've never been to rehab, never gone to an AA meeting. Right um i consider myself oh oh, oh. yeah
0: yeah and also he he was asking me about travis scott that's right i did a video about travis scott actually you know what's funny because my partner donnie i was in a group called hyper i'm in a group called hyper crush and we're actually getting ready to put out a new video and a new album we haven't done shit in like a long time but uh he actually said Cause I was kind of like asking them like what they thought about that because I get get insecure sometimes about it as does, I feel like everyone, but I feel like I've, I've just kind of uh, for, I, I, I've, i I've learned how to look at putting myself out there in a different light. Like I, I see it as um, you know, everyone is so focused on themselves. Everyone is so worried about how they look. They don't really care how I look Uh. like, like for, for me to think I'm so important is kind of crazy. So the fact that I don't give a shit, actually, it might seem like, Oh, this dude has a big ego or whatever, but it's really the opposite. It's like, I don't matter at all. So my fear of looking bad is like gone. Because I realize the truth, which is that I don't matter. And if I can just be honest and help someone, that's all that matters. Uh, I don't care if I look bad. Right. And that's honestly something I appreciated Do you, about. Does that make sense? I feel like you're, I feel like Danny's like having a moment right now because you've probably lived, I mean, we all have.
1: Right. Well, I was just going to say, I really appreciated that from your content because a lot of the right. stuff that you'd say is stuff that I've thought about, mm. that I've had conversations with friends Yo. about and you have the you know whether it's courage or audacity or just not ca- not giving a fuck yeah yeah to to post that it just made me you know yeah. uh, it inspires me
0: yeah and i think that everyone should can learn from that like um you know people don't like underestimate um the similarities that we all share as humans like we all have the same feelings right Uh, like we're all struggling. Like we're all uncomfortable. We're all like insecure. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited about like what I'm doing because I feel like I see a lot of like, like I follow Gary Vee and, you know, uh, Tony Robbins and, you know, all these different uh, motivational Joe Rogan and all these guys, they're, they're, they're so fucking on it. Right. They're motivational people. Right. But and i don't even want to like compete with them but but i think what i do want to do what i'm actually interested in and what is authentic to me is talking about like my struggle and my pain and that i'm actually not always crushing it like shit is hard you know and that's one thing i don't really hear them talk about like ever it's always like go hard do this like win like and it's like dude I'm fucking so I slept 24 hours last week in a row like I'm fucking depressed like life is hard you know what I mean and I'm sober you know I want to talk about that shit
2: I'm relating to that so much right now a lot of the things that you just said and I think one of the key things that you just said is um, and I'm sober well yeah like no but that's like yeah yeah, that's people forget especially if you've gone through a struggle in your life Um, I'm actually 19 days sober Oh, wow. This is not the first time I try to get sober, but this is going to be the last time I feel that. But um, the reason why I bring that up is because um, to piggyback on what you just said, I'm not crushing it every day. Right. It's not perfect. But you know what I've been doing is that, like, whenever that does happen, I tell myself, I remind myself, you know what? I'm not crushing it, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah, I look in the mirror and I tell myself, I'm okay. Yeah, it is. I don't okay. have I'm not i am I'm a human being. That doesn't mean I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm just a human being. Yeah. And as long as I stay sober today, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a victory. That's, that's a it. that's a W right there. That's it. That's a W. And I don't have yeah. to worry about, "Oh, I didn't do what I said I was going to do on my Instagram today, or I didn't go to the I didn't work as many hours as I as I as I could have, should have, would have or whatever." Yeah. I didn't I didn't work on that song that I was supposed to, but you know what? I can do that tomorrow because I can live. Yeah. I can live to create another day. I can live to fight another day. I didn't fuck up my whole day, my whole next day, my whole week, you know, because I felt sorry for myself. No, I'm not.
0: This shit is life and death.
2: This shit is life and death because I can work.
0: You didn't kill yourself.
2: Dude, I could work hard as fuck. I can, I can, I can, I can work hard as fuck, well, put in the hours, do all this. But if I stress myself out, if I let myself get fall into the fall, fall to victim of anxieties of things that have start tripping on things that haven't happened yet, and already act like they've already, like they've like I've already made the mistake. Then you know, I turn to I t- personally that's me. I turn to drugs and alcohol like that. Yeah, and I fall into this deep hole. And then it is life and death. For me, it's life and death in prison, in jail, in yeah. rehabs. It's
0: 5150s. It's as easy as that. It's like. Yeah, so as long as you're not I, headed down that route. I mean,
1: I like what you said about every day's a win because, you know, I have my off days too. I get depressed, I get burnt out, you know. Um, and, the, you know, thinking back to when I wasn't sober and where I was there, you know, compared to now, even on my off days, I'm just so many miles ahead of where I was on my best days when I wasn't sober, you know? So it's just such a, it's such a leap that, you know, that keeps me going.
0: And and I want to, uh, yeah, I want to say like, also, um, it's, it is a daily reprieve. And that's why I like AA because like AA helps me understand like what I'm up against and the fact that it's not going away and in the same way that i have to eat food every day i have to get sane every day cuz my alcoholism is trying to get me every day
2: some my- sort of practice of
0: recovery yeah like you know it's it says in the big book that my uh my my happiness is is contingent on my daily um a, a, um, like a daily reprieve like it's a daily reprieve like my spiritual maintenance every day my happiness is dependent on my spiritual maintenance every day like I can't use yesterday's recovery for today Ooh, it's fucked up I like that it's kind of fucked up though but it's the <laughs> truth right so when I wake up I can't be like oh I ate food yesterday I don't need to eat today well, let me ask you, I have a fucking mind and I have a disease that centers in my mind and it's fucking active every day.
2: Let me ask you a question. When you use when you were in your disease, did you use every day? Right. Yeah. And so the mind was asking for something. The soul, the spirit was like, yeah, I need something today. And it used to be a pill, like a pill or whatever the drug of choice was. That was what you would use to cure that ailment every day. That ailment is still there. Yeah. Even though we've changed our behaviors and our patterns, we're still the same person. Yeah. The soul still asks for that ailment. Still asks for some sort of medicine, but now we're giving it a different medicine. Instead of a psychological drug or whatever, we're giving it a spiritual medicine. Yeah. And so that's why just like you took a drug every day, you need to do something that's
0: anti-drug. That's yeah. recovery every day. Which is like service. Um like even just this. I feel like works because this is us one alcoholic talking to another, but also we're able to have this platform where other people can listen and then they can relate. So it's like, this is service work in a way. Um, so y- 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 you, were saying something about my Travis Scott post that I want to just yes. touch. Also, just so you know, like we don't have a time limit here. So, like, keep it going. We just go. Most of my podcasts are over an hour long. So that's fine. So, like, don't if you if you're thinking about something, just like remember it and you can just bring it up later or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no rush. Like, we're just
1: chilling. Right. Um, Yeah. So the Travis Scott thing. So I saw a video you posted recently when Travis Scott uh, showed his song highest in the room. Yeah, Yeah. And you talk about how Travis Scott has all this influence and how he's using it. Um, how we could be using it for, you know, to promote something more, you know, maybe higher level.
0: Honestly, though, like, it wasn't even just that. It, it was more just, like, I'm bored in a way. I'm yeah. like, okay, you're high, and and you're high again. Like, everyone's <laughs> high. Everyone's always high. They just drink and lean. They're just getting high. And it's like, I feel like he's iller than that.
1: Yeah, he has more potential.
0: Yeah, and, and, and also another thing I talked about in that post was like, he had just got married and had a kid and that didn't work.
1: Right. So it's like, so, so to me, the uh. point that I was going to make was, you know, and it was, it's a simple thing, you know, not something that might start a conversation, but it was just that Travis Scott, um, isn't, it's not like he got influence and he's using it to promote the drugs. It's, he promoted the drugs in his music with Antidote when he kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. And that's what made him popular. Because for some reason, yeah, yeah. that's what's popular. Right. So everything's kind of becomes generic and, you know, copy of a copy. Yeah. So I just, you know, I thought that was something that I wanted, you know, I felt like commenting on. I wanted to touch on, did on you, that with did you. Did you comment? No, I did. Not at the time. You always should. Right. And I comment on other videos, but this one, I, I didn't really see it all the way through. So I just felt like I didn't get the full picture. Um, so I, you know, so I wanted to bring it up yeah, now and it's, that's- it's,
0: it's a, it's a really good topic, I think. And I don't necessarily like some of the shit I say, like, I don't necessarily like, I'm not, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. It's just like a stream of consciousness. It's like Kanye, like he goes and he says shit and then maybe he'll regret it. Like, I don't, I have, I reserve the right to change my mind. Or have my mind be changed by other people. So I want to encourage people to comment. I want to encourage people to actually email me. If they want to talk to me on this podcast, you can email me.
2: A, a man that has... Or a, hit me
0: up on Instagram.
2: A man who has the same opinions at 40 that he did at 20 has not lived a life
0: where he has not changed. Right. Yeah, so I'm changing always, right? So so And, and I'm inviting just by the way that I just by the nature of who I am, like I'm inviting the conversation. I think that I think just talking about it is about these things is like helping us find the truth. Right. So the thing about that, that I want to say is like, like t- t- to me, it's cool to treat the people in your life That are close to you with like love and respect. To me, it's cool to be honest. To me, it's cool to be nice, right? To me, it's like these are like I'm over being cool because I feel like this idea of like, oh, I'm cool, it's like you're quiet, you're like in the corner of the party, like dressed dope. And and you're like kind of a dick and you're just like kind of dope and you're like high, right? Like I used to be that and I'm over that because that lifestyle is kind of, it's super conducive to like uh, having a miserable existence, you know? And I don't, I don't want to be like that anymore. Can I,
2: can I touch on this real quick? Yeah. I think it's super important. Um, not just the words you say, but the actions, actions speak louder than words. We all know this. Yeah. As I was, as we pulled up here, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm with Gustavo in the car. And then I'm about to just stay inside because I'm like, dude, it's 10 o'clock. These, these oh, you are- were going
0: to sit in the car.
2: I was going to sit in the car and just right. wait. And Because, <laughs> you know, it's 10 o'clock at night. I don't want to, like, you know, I don't know if y'all are going to go to sleep. I don't want to, like, you know, be a burden. You can and, use like-
0: that ashtray if you want.
2: Okay, cool. And so uh, I didn't want to be a burden or anything. And so... Um, But then the fact that, you know, we come inside the house and right off the bat, it's like a welcoming energy, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's cool as fuck because like we haven't even met yet. Right. And then you're just like, hey, jump on this podcast. And I'm just like, okay, cool. And it's like, it's funny because people think being in LA that um, like there's there's this like feeling of like, oh, you have to be a certain level of relevant. Like that word relevant gets thrown around and irrelevant. You know what I mean? 100%. And it's just, like, just because I don't have as many followers or likes does not make my opinions less valid, mm. does not make my feelings less valid, mm-hmm. does not make me irrelevant. Like, that word should be thrown out of people's vocabulary because, guess what, you're relevant as fuck. Right now, I have no idea. We, we just met, right? But you're in front of me, and we're talking? You're relevant as fuck. Yeah. And it makes me feel relevant yeah. that you allow us to kind of sit here and chop it up with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a feeling of like, Oh shit, I'm alive. I matter. I'm here. You yeah. Know what I'm and,
0: and, and to be honest, like,
2: that's it, very cool that you allowed us. You yeah.
0: Know, that's, that's, like, that's my vibe, bro. And, that's this house too. Like people come here all the time when they're fucked up and like, it's almost like we can talk about shit and get real. And that's just like the kind of vibe that I welcome, you know?
2: And you're putting, you're putting your words into action. Case in point.
0: Yeah. And, and it, and it, it, it feels really good when someone who I didn't know, Gustavo, like started following me and, 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 and I'm not like famous or whatever. So for him to have heard something he liked and continue to follow me and like want to be engaged in this conversation, like that makes me realize that because being relevant does matter. Like Because you want to reach as many people. I want to reach as many people as possible. And the way to do that is to become relevant or popular or get the numbers on the board. And I think doing that just requires consistency over a long period of time. Correct. Which which is hard to do. And then you can become relevant.
2: But it also requires honesty, integrity. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. A dedication. I think, I mean, I think for the most part um i don't want to sell my soul or be something that i'd rather you i'd rather you hate me for what i am yeah. than you love me for what i'm not you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so at the end of the day the fact that um our conversation is stemming around something that's a little bit more real closer to the soul you know what i'm saying the stream of consciousness is a beautiful thing because that's your soul allow you're express you're using your words to express the thoughts that are in your soul You know what I mean, Mm -hmm. and so your soul is ever changing, but it's still you, and it's still who you are as an individual. And so, it's a beautiful thing to be able to, and then to be able to have people like honesty and integrity at the same time. You know? Oh shit! I saw that coming too. Tell the people what just happened. I just I smoked my cigarettes down to the filter. (laughs) Yeah, I smoked them all, all the way down to the filter, and the uh, and the 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 cherry just dropped on that onto this beautiful rug over here. This is like a who knows how this rug is probably priceless, and it's just so,
0: so yeah. So hit me up if you want to talk. Uh, you, you, my Instagram's pat underscore ridge, and you can email me pat at ridge production. And uh, yeah, I welcome these conversations, and I want to help people. And um, oh shit, Dom. This is Dom, this like vlogger, um, Dirty Dom. No way. Yeah, you know who that is? I follow him. What up? Man? <laughs> Gee, we're live right now. Oh, uh, you're live?
2: Okay. Um, I was going to ask you if uh, if I should come over. I'll be, I could be there in like 20
0: 30. Yeah, roll up, dude. Hop hop on the podcast. Just, Just roll up. You got my address?
2: Yeah, yeah, I got it. Uh, I'm, gonna fi- I'm, gonna- I'm just finishing up filming probably like another 15 minutes, and
0: then I'll just I'll pull up, okay? Yeah, cool. It, it'll, be, it'll be good. It's like we're live. You're calling me, and then you're going to show up. Okay, sounds good. Live vlogging. All right, let's All right, late. Yes. Yeah, so, so this dude's got like a million. So like this dude's kind of relevant. Okay. Right? And I don't know why I had a dude that worked for me. Um... <laughs> Nate, who, like, got in with this dude, and uh, I don't know. Like, I think he's attracted to, like, what we're doing. And I think that a lot of these vloggers, like, um, who's, the, who's the kid that he fucks with hard, like, the really popular? This is David Dobrik? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so David Dobrik, you know who that is? No. So Dom runs with David Dobrik, who's, like, literally one of the most popular YouTube youtubers in the world like we're talking 12 million subscribers like this dude can put out a youtube video and like actually affect change in the world that's cool like that's the kind of reach these guys have you know and uh so i just feel like i just need to keep doing what i'm doing and i think the results are kind of up to god true that's it so it's like we'll
1: see you know um so what else uh uh gustavo um well i guess i could start with my story um or
0: like or like as it yeah
1: yeah sure and then and then i mean you know you you were saying life and death and so i I, something stuck with me because i actually did almost die from drugs right um you know i overdosed ended up in the hospital luckily my my roommate was home if he hadn't been home i would have you know just ended up on the couch um and been another statistic so it was you know i really was a miracle it's a miracle that i'm here. and when I kind of got out of the hospital and
0: Dom's coming over to do the podcast. Do you know who Dom is Dom. dirty Dom? Oh, Dom's coming right now? Yeah, right now. Crazy, right?
1: <laughs>
0: I might need a second fucking camera or something. Fuck. Sorry, uh, Gustavo. No, it's okay. It's big news. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to hit up Alex and just let him know. Um,
1: so so you were saying,
0: sorry, continue?
1: Right. I mean, so that's basically it. You know, I actually, I didn't end up going to rehab. I had to move back in with my parents. I was at school at the time. And luckily, um, I got a chance to detox because I was still trying to get drugs. I was still trying to find pills. I was you know, right. still trying to do things. Um, but, you know, I didn't have access to it. All my dealers knew I, what I had been through and, you know, I just didn't have the same connections I had back home that I had when I was at school. So um, so I had a few months where I literally had to detox and withdraw and, you know, I, was, I felt like I was dying every day of depression and anxiety. Um, and then, you know, something just kind of clicked, you know. Um, it didn't happen overnight, but, uh, you know, I just started reading books and doing exercise and eventually... Like um, you know, the big one that uh, is Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. That was huge. Um, there's a chapter in that book about pain and pleasure. Um, and I really used that. I really applied that like, to my well, life. Well, like, what is it? So the, the concept of that chapter is that everything in your life is either attracting you to pleasure or you're going away from pain. So drugs are a perfect remedy for that because they're both. You know, you can escape the pain of your life and, you know, it's pleasurable to do drugs. So it's just, you know, it's a recipe for disaster. So what I started doing um, is just like a conditioning. So whenever I would get a craving for a drug, I would remember the, the harshest moments of my addiction, you know, where, you know, was whether it's uh, I mean, I'm going to get pretty open yeah, open here. But uh, so, you know, I would I would remember moments where I'd be crying in the shower because I borrowed money from my brother to, to buy drugs. Or, you know, to pay rent because I had used the money that I had, you know, to buy drugs. So, I would remember that. I would remember, uh, you know, the catheter being pulled out of my dick when I was in the hospital because that was so, you know, painful and humiliating. So, why was that going down? So, I mean, because I had OD'd, so I was at the hospital. I, I passed out. I woke up, you know, I was, I was unconscious for over 14 hours. But why would they use... Why would they do because it? Because I'm unconscious, so I can't get up to go to the bathroom. Oh. So they have to put it in, you know, so, you know, I still have to. What were you using? Um, so that night was a cocktail of drugs, but my drug of choice at the time was Xanax and opioids. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Like Norco's and. I mean, worse than that. I was Oxy. doing Oxy, yeah. Xan- um, Xanax. Li- Xana- and-, and it was the combination that really did it. You know, I. I yeah.
0: Xanax and Oxycontin is like horrible. The- yeah. Or, you know, or you could just, you could say it's like the best.
1: Exactly. It's the best. Right. And so that's what it was. I, t- I took both of those. I drank a lot that night. I I guess I, I don't, I don't remember. I guess I did, you know, other drugs, party drugs, um, went back to my dealer to get more oxies And then that morning I, you know, that's when my roommates found me. So that's, that's why that was going down. Um, so, so, so I just do this kind of mental, um, you know, training this, like, it's almost like an exercise yeah. and, and it's trigger based. So it's whenever I get a craving for a drug, alcohol, you know, whatever it is, I would, I would use this to my advantage. And whenever I did something or thought about something, um, productive, like exercising, eating well, um, working on my photography, I would associate that with tremendous pain or excuse me, pleasure. Um, you know, so I would like um, imagine success you know what, what would it be like to to buy my parents a house yeah. what would it be like to buy a new car to um, you know to be healthy to to feel that success um, and so that's one of the books that that really made a big change I also read I read a ton of books at the time so I was reading The Power of Now um, a lot of my anxiety when I was doing drugs came from you know social anxiety so I read book, I read the book, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. And that, that was a game changer for me. I mean, I was just, you know, it was like after reading that book and applying what I learned, there was just, it changed my perspective on just human interaction. So it was just yeah. a maturity thing too. You well, know, What
0: was one of the things you got from
1: that book? Just, it's, it, it's not about you, you know, Yeah, it's about other people. And, and that's that, and it's such a simple thing, yeah. but, uh, you know, just socializing, uh, oh, there's this quote I like where it's like, um, the best way to be interesting is to be interested. Yeah. So if you're interested in somebody and you get them talking about what they're passionate about, what they like about what they want out of life, then, you know, so that's one of the things that I grabbed from that book. And, you know, so that's like the thing that is the thing that is the book. make other people feel important.
0: I mean, I, I started reading that book too. And I felt like I kind of like knew that already, but, um, I I, sh- I mean, a lot of times I'll start reading a book and then like I'll be like, oh, I get it and I won't finish it. Like, did you actually read the whole book? Yeah.
1: At the time I was I was, you know, cover to cover on all this book. That, that That's kind of what I tend to do these days. I'll read like the first few paragraphs and or pages, chapters, and then I'll just move on to the next one because it kind of just, OK, I get it. It clicks. Maybe I'll I'll look at a summary or, you know. Um, something like that. But, uh, so, th- cause then, and cause that's also an effective way. Cause then you're, you're getting a lot more concepts that way in a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time I was reading cover to cover, I read, you know, a few dozen books like that. Um, cause I was just so on. And, uh, and that's something, something I think about these days is I'm not as on as I used to be. Oh, as you far know? as
0: like your recovery and like,
1: right. Well, just like the, the motivation. I mean, I felt so alive at the time, you right. know, I was
0: just, I was just, cause you had just got sober. I was
1: just feeling like a champ, Yeah, you know, You're I mean, mean I remember going to, I remember going to a party, yeah, maybe. I remember going to a party, um, after, you know, it was maybe three to six months after, um, I got sober and, uh, and, and, you know, I was doing that pain pleasure thing. Um, and I go to this party and, and I look at the alcohol and and it makes me sick to my stomach. Right. And and it's like uh it's almost like I don't know if you're in a movie I'm sure you're in a movie's like Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Like you know how they kind of you know he's got the things on his face and they condition him <coughs> they make him sick so that those images of violence make him sick. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like I was, you know, the alcohol kind of made me sick and I just was not so so I really flipped a switch that night. I remember mm-hmm. thinking, you know, if I go to this party will I want to drink and it was just the opposite. Cause that, and it made me, it really validated the practice that I was doing. Cause I was, you know, I was, will this actually work? You know, is this all, you know, airy fairy, Tony Robbins <laughs> motivation? No, it was, it was real. It was well, very real to me at the time.
0: Like earlier we were talking about replacing the addiction with something else. And I was saying how, like for me, um, Hey, would you do me a favor? Will you run that under the water fountain just to put this out? Um, and then just, or Oleg, maybe we, we have this, this, uh, n- white, uh, n- Nepal, uh, incense that I really like, um, from- so, so, so Dom is coming over, Oleg, Who? Dom, the vlogger, the dirty Dom, I don't know. um, he's coming over to do this podcast. Sorry. Are you going to be going to bed soon? Okay, Oleg's got a headache. But what I'm saying, what I was saying is like nothing is gonna like last forever.
1: That's the practice.
0: But 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 yeah, I know. This is it's always hard to segue into this. Uh because I feel almost like corny like talking about it. Um this whole God thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like my whole life, I never really got that. I never really, I never really understood like what that meant. You know, I mean, obviously he's tattooed it on his hand. So I feel like he kind of maybe has some sort of understanding of it. But, but for me, that's the only thing my relationship with my power, with my God is the only thing that, that, that won't die. The motivation you get from Tony Robbins, the photography, the, the, the work, the success, the numbers, the podcast, the YouTube, whatever the fuck it is, you're doing the music like that shit is fleeting. Mm. So like when I first got sober, I'm like, all right, I'm going to crush it. And i started this group and we got a record deal and I toured all over the world. And like, we like, were crushing it. And then, slowly like everything does it started to we started to lose our momentum a little bit and I fell into like a really deep depression sort of like with like five years sober because the thing that I had used to replace the drugs and alcohol was kind of like going away you know and and, uh, I didn't know what who I, I was like that that's that's who i am that's what defines me and um this podcast is called learning to lose because i lost some shit and i i recognizing that there's really no such thing as winning or losing it's just there just is so like that didn't define who i was And it didn't even necessarily need to be a bad thing. Like nothing matters. Success, money, girls, cars, how like none of it matters. All of it is fleeting. The only thing that matters is my connection with my power and the shit I do every day to like be of service, to be honest, to be a good person. That's the only thing that's going to give me like peace, you know? So, I like let go of everything and just gave up. I learned to just lose. So, learning to lose is kind of like this idea of like surrender, like giving up. Stop. Like, I'm just, I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to hustle. Like, fuck it. It's not up to me. That's deep. And um... it's hard to, it's kind of hard to explain, but like, you can go through life with like a surrendered. Mm. Like, you can you can, you can can get up and do a bunch of shit, but, like, not even really care about it. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's hard it's to... Just it's, not being attached
1: to it. Yeah, yeah, and
0: not being attached to the results and shit, you know? God's will, not mine, be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so, cool. Well, I actually was watching this Casey Affleck film last night. He directed, he wrote and directed this film called um, the light of my life, light of my life. And it's about, so it's like post-apocalyptic, you know, who Casey Affleck is right. Yep. He's like Ben Affleck's younger brother, but he's like super dope. He he won an Academy award for Manchester by the sea and he was in good will hunting and gone, gone, baby gone. Um, he's like a really dope actor. And I stumbled across this movie with him. I didn't even realize he wrote and directed it. But in the movie, he says, pray while moving your feet. He's like, oh, I heard he's like one thing I heard about God that like really struck a chord with me was someone said, pray while moving your feet. So it's like, yeah, God's will let 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 God help me do your will. But I'm also going to like take steps. Mm. I'm going to get up. Mm. I'm going to show up. You know what that, I'm saying? That
2: that cliche, uh, uh, "God helps those who help themselves."
0: Right. Yeah. You got to do some shit.
2: Yeah. God will help you as long as you start helping yourself, and you put him, and you you put yourself in a position to. You like, it's like you put yourself in a position to get lucky or to have a coincidence happen. Sure. But it's because you
0: put that. You, you, you need to do the work, but but yeah. it, but it needs to be with that power. Yeah. Every day. Every I w- moment.
2: I wanted to touch something that yeah you have mentioned earlier, and it gave me this thought um, when you are an artist when you're working on music, whatever your craft is, um, I learned that what it is is that God created everybody, right? He creates an individual, and then by you being artistic and by you expressing yourself as you as you can be, that's like showing God God, I'm happy. That you made me how I am. I'm going to be as me as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put all of my soul into this song, into this project, into this podcast, into yeah. whatever it is that you're creating. And so by you being as you as possible, that's almost like, you know, that's almost like a work of spirit of, of spirituality to show God, this is what you made. I'm as me as possible. I'm not you know, being be, I'm not being you know um, changed by the people or by the things around me. I am being me. This is me. This is the the soul, the spirit yeah. that you that that has that is created. And I think that's like the beauty of being an uh, of being an artist is that you're able to to do that. And that's why you know, and I or th- th- just
0: a, a human,
2: being a human, yeah. And I think that when you when you look at your art that way. Um, Like I have been working on music for about six years and I've never forgotten. I mean, there's been times when I've, um, when I realize that I'm, when I, when I do it for the wrong reasons, when I do it for, for the money, for the women, for the fame, I get lost in my head and I don't do as good of a job. But when I realize, like, Oh no, I'm doing this art as like, you know, to put it up there to show like the world that there's peace, that there's love. If I do it for the love, that's the key word because yeah. like God is love. Yeah. If I do it for the love, then there's like a whole other level of fulfillment that is not reached.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of what started happening for us is in the beginning you, you, you do it for the right reasons. Right. And then you get the success and, and the money starts coming in and you're like, oh, now we have to like maintain it. Or we have to, we have other people that are involved that we need to support. We need to stay relevant. Right. The real world kind of hits you. A- and, and, and you lose that spark, you mm-hmm. know, for whatever reason you were doing it in the beginning, you, you, you start to forget. And, and, and we, we started to like actually, I don't know, it just started to become like painful to, like, work on music. And I fucking started, like, hating traveling. Like, I, you know, in, in the beginning, I remember thinking, oh, dude, if I could just, like, get paid to do a show, that's all I would ever want out of life. You know? And I got that. And then before you know it, we're, like, getting flown to do, I can remember the first time we got flown out to Arizona to do some, like, Super Bowl party, and it was just, like, the best. I didn't give a fuck how much we were getting paid. Like, I was just so happy. It was like, dude, this is amazing, right? And it just, like, keeps happening, and things start to just shift because my mind is unsatisfiable, it's like, it, it, that's what they, that's another thing they say in the book is like, I'm never going to be happy. I'm always going to like, I'll be happy for a minute, but then I'm, my mind is immediately. It's fleeting. Yeah. It's fleeting. I'm, I'm, it's like I'm, the target's moving. Like, Oh, all I want is this. And then I get it. And then I'm well, like, I think, I think part of that I'll might live.
1: be also the novelty, you know, because you really wanted to show cause you had an experience that. And once you feel it for the first time, you know, it's. You know, it's kind of like drugs, like the buzz isn't the same the right. second time, you know? Yeah, but if
0: you can stay connected and stay grateful and, and stay, like, doing the things, like, you got to just keep, I just got to keep my mind in the right place, which is, like, this surrendered, like, fuck it all. Like, the results don't matter. Because mm. it's, like, results, like, we live mm. in a results-orientated world. Right. Numbers, Likes, views, charts. And it's like you have people constantly like telling you, oh, you need to. This is this is where you're charting the bottom line. This is yeah. This is how much you're selling. This is and you're like, oh, so, okay that that matters, you know, but it really doesn't. Mm. So it's like I feel like, you know, there are some artists that 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 are. That like know that going into it. And that they can – I think knowing that, staying connected to that is, like, how you're going to be able to make the best art for the longest period of time. Like, Bob Dylan. Like, Bob Dylan, like, I don't know where – I don't know what the fuck – if he's some kind of alien or, like, whatever he went through when he was young, he learned some crazy shit. But he never gave a fuck about any of that shit. Neither did, like, some of the – a lot of the artists I feel like that I like. Um Mm – I don't know. Um, He's a great example of someone who just, you know, like Joe Rogan talks about it. And Joe Joe Rogan just had Edward Norton on his podcast. Did you hear that one?
1: I saw part of it. Love Edward Norton.
0: Yeah. So you should listen to the whole thing. It's dope. Edward Norton talks about how like Bob Dylan at like a really young age would have reporters like wanting him to like take credit for the songs he had written like, you know, these songs are so amazing. Like, how did you write them? And he would just be like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. It's just, I just fucking wrote it. And and I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm not going to like act like it's supposed to be some profound message, which even though it was, he had the, the knowledge, like he almost was so aware of like the pattern that that artists go through like getting the ego built up and then wanting more and then like giving up and then being depressed. He just never fell into that. He was always just like, man. And then he also, because of that was always changing his sound. And then people would like hate him for changing because he was ahead Mm. and then they would catch up and he just always was doing it for the right reasons, you know? And it was just really cool to hear Edward Norton talk about that. And I don't know how, how much how well you guys know Bob Dylan.
2: Not too well, but
0: also Neil Young, too, like Buffalo Springfield. We were just talking about this album. Neil Young's another guy who just like these guys just don't give a fuck, you know? I wanna I wanna see if I can think of someone like right now that 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 that, that, that embodies that. I think Kurt Cobain was also like that, where, where he didn't give a fuck so much to the point where once he did get success, he like hated it and fucking killed himself because of it. Really? Yeah. Like he was super ill with it, you know? That's
2: cool. And like, do you think that's something that you can, that people can get to? Is it something that you're born with? Is it something that like, I I,
0: honestly, I think it's just about like, like again, like just learning to lose. Huh? So if if, if you've had enough loss in your life and, and and, and you realize that having things doesn't make you happy because you've lost enough things to realize that it's all fleeting. And I'm not just saying things like of monetary value. I'm saying like prestige, you know, success. Um, maybe loved ones yeah like girls like people relationships like it's all just temporary right nothing's permanent except for god
2: that's the and that's the one thing you have to so and that's
0: the thing that like it's a hard thing to talk about and 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 i want to say that for the first whole like i've been sober for a long time and and the first five years it was hyper crush that was my god Mm. My success—that right. was my God, and then it it failed me, and I had to actually find God. What that meant for me—you had that false idol. So it's kind of like what Tony Robbins says, right? So it's like, so what I started doing was, I started rightly relating myself to God on a daily basis, which means like anytime I felt good or any time I was able to get out of that negative headspace I related that to my god so then I was able to be like god please help me right now I'm freaking out you know please help me like mm-hmm. please re- help remove the fear from me so I can focus on you you know what I mean little prayers like that and then I would start feeling better because I realized the truth about you know, life, which is that nothing fucking really matters. All these things that I think matter. Like right now money's tight. We don't have a lot of jobs at the company. We're like kind of struggling a little bit. Like, um, and, uh, I'm like worried, but it's just like, it's like, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. Like why, why would I, why would I even worry? This is Jason. What up brother? I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now. Have you seen have you seen Parasite? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> wow, that's funny cuz <laughs> the guy the guy who I'm doing the podcast with just just saw it. These two do uh, Yeah, it's amazing. It's like next level. Next it's... level. Yeah, that 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 that, that <laughs> so 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 that guy did another movie called uh The Snowpiercer and it's yeah. about it's about like a train and like it's um classism like from from back to front. And Parasite is, like, classism, like, from up, from high to low. Like, th- they live in the basement, you know? And then, like, yeah. and then the guy, and then they go to the house, and the guy, he has, like, a couple stories, and they're, like, up. Uh, it's, like, this, this director, his name's, Southern like, Ong ba, Bong. Ong- Ong yeah, he's, like, he so, Geng-Geng. like, that movie, that's funny. I feel like I saw it with a bunch of people. And in my mind, like you guys were almost there when we were talking about it after the movie because it's so like, it's like a genreless movie. I mean,
1: it's most, ne- it's, I think it's one of the most next level movies.
0: That yeah. Like, like there's no, you can't like label it. Oh. It's like, it's like part, it's like part comedy, part horror, part like romance. Like it's like got everything. It's part suspense. It's like a movie about everything all in one. That's so cool that you guys love. Did you guys just see it?
1: just just literally pressed pause and I had to call you uh, I, just <laughs> I had to see what you, if you've seen it, cause it that was like
0: so ha- have you finished it
1: oh yeah I finished
0: it yeah dude how ill was that house like there's something about the house that the, 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 the really the, the rich house that they lived in that was like so like cinematic and like clean oh yeah oh and, and, and you know that alley they shot it on the poor that was a set can you believe that? Wow. I thought for sure it was like a real alley in like Japan. Or wait, it was in Korea, huh? Korea. Korea. But it was a set because it was so beautiful, like that alley with the rain yeah. and like. When the flood. <laughs> Who are you uh, podcasting about? Bro, these two guys just came into my house. I've never met them before in my life and we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah well one of them's sober for five years and the other one's sober for 19 months but they're oleg's friends and we just started talking and i'm like you know what let's just continue oh, let's just continue this conversation um wow. on the mics was... yeah we're we're getting into god right now go for it get it <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> wow that's awesome bro. okay i'm glad he saw it i wanted to yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, today. let's let's do it. You you just made a guest appearance on the podcast on speakerphone. <clears throat> yes, my third. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's All cool. right, All right, All right you, bro. Do, do, do you guys know Jason Evigan? Uh he's been on the podcast a few times. He's like a good friend of mine who uh I used to be in a band with, like one of my first bands, and he uh he's now gone on to like he gave me this plaque. He wrote this song from Maroon 5, Girls Like Girls like You. You know that song? Girls like You. It's Don't like, like the guys biggest like song yeah. of last year. Like he wrote and produced in his studio, along with like so many other songs. Oh, with Cardi B. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that song's, that song's fire I like it.
0: So he, he actually hit a bottom, surrendered, found God, and then became now one of the biggest songwriters in the world.
2: Mm, that's God's will. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, it is. That's God's will that's cool
0: yeah it it was that was and and now him and his wife Victoria are in this group called Elephant Heart have you seen any of the posts I've done about them like we've done a few music videos for them yeah that's them their whole group is like I gotta spit Um, it's just for like to spread the message
2: That's cool. As, uh, he's going out spitting outside the door. You
0: guys talk for a
2: second. I got pissed. Yeah. You know what? This is, this is crazy. Um, you know, just the fact that we're, we're here and, you know, talking sobriety, like we're literally picking up the memory cards from the music video that we just shot.
1: That's right.
2: You know, that's the first music video that I was sober the whole time. I didn't know that. I was sober the whole time. And I was able to be focused. I was able to be creative. I was able to get all the shots that I wanted. Didn't make a fool of myself. And, you know, I think it's going to be like the best one so far.
1: I just think it's insane how many coincidences are happening.
2: <laughs> I know. they're not coincidences anymore. It can't be.
1: I mean, his friend just called and talked about Parasite. We were just watching Parasite. We did. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. I, I mean, I just, uh, you know, started following Dirty Dom uh, maybe, a maybe two weeks ago. Um, before that I I hadn't heard of him and now he's coming over. It's such a, it's, it's just so many funny coincidences.
2: That's cool. I'm glad you, uh, got me out of the car.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. You were going to wait in the car. I would have just gone the cards, come back in and this never would have happened. Right. So
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, getting over that, um, that like fear is really important. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, walking into situations where just walking into the situation is enough where you don't have to worry about what the end result is going to be is very important. And it's like that. Yeah. It's, it takes that. It takes that courage or that strength to be able to say, you know what? I'm just going to. I'm just going to walk into this room. Yeah. And see what happens. It doesn't because it doesn't matter what happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Yeah, we were just talking about how Danny was about to wait in the car. I was just going to get the cards and we were going to leave this. Uh-huh. You know, this would have never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of, yeah. It's
2: cool, but it, it's it's funny because um, one of the cards um, that's there is, um, it has behind the scenes footage of a music video that we just shot. Cards? One of the memory cards. Memory cards. Oh. Yeah, what well, well, we came over here to pick up. Um, it's got uh, behind the scenes footage of a music video we just shot. And uh, I'm so excited to get those shots, and I'm so excited to see um, all the footage for it because it's the first music video that I was not a complete, like, just
0: fucked up. Oh, right.
2: I was actually sober, you know? So is
0: it, who is it
1: for? It's me. Oh, it's your video. Right. Well, um, the memory card is actually cards that I had. I was just shooting the behind the scenes. Do you have the song on your
0: phone? Yeah. Can you play it? Yeah. Yeah. I know you probably don't want to play it from your phone. You want to play it on a system, but like, let's just, I just want to hear a little bit of it. sneak peek. Yeah. I just want to kind of catch a vibe. So you're saying you you had a little bit of fear about possibly coming into the house.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I have, um,
0: like what stopped you? What made you want to sit in the car? Was it just like lazy or you were afraid?
2: Um, I just felt like I Didn't have anything to bring. I just felt like, Uh why am I going to, you know... um...
0: See, that's the thing, dude, is like this God thing. Is like you can just bring God. Like, that sounds so fucking like like evangelical. It sounds like I'm a fucking... I don't want it to come off like I'm a fucking... You know, I, I just think that the word God has like this weird stigma behind mm-hmm. it. Very loaded. Yeah. And, 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 and the way that I mean it isn't the way that anyone else thinks about it. Like you're just bringing love uh. and peace and, 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 and empathy and understanding and courage and honesty and, and experience. And you're just bringing that into the room, into the house. And mm. if you bring that You don't gotta try so far. No, no, nobody's gonna That's cool. You know? Like nobody's gonna like dude, I gotta be honest with you. I'm in a little bit of fear right now. Like dudes coming over here right now. Like this dude's like a big fucking deal. Like, you know, like he, he's a bigger deal than than uh you know, like little pump or like mm. even maybe like Travis Scott in some ways, because he's popping on YouTube, which is where I'm trying to be popping on. Right. That's cool. Like, so. like, cause YouTube is like a specific platform. Like, like if Travis Scott came in here, like he can't really do anything for us. Mm. Like maybe he could get you on a feature, but like, that's probably not going to happen.
2: Right. That's but like
0: this dude can like post this podcast and like, we can get like people to listen to it. Like, like, I don't know. It's just crazy. And I think he knows that too. Um, but I don't want to be – I just want to be myself and be honest about my fears with him and be like, all I really want is a connection with you, and I just want it to be honest, and I just want to
2: – That's cool. I found the – I got the song ready. You want to hear it? Yeah. change up my daily routine but the pain's fucking up every part of me so I'm just focused on the way that I breathe maybe if I pray I'll figure out what I need cause I can't keep on keeping on like this that's why every time that they say try this I swallow without question don't care if it's infected and just sit stuck on stupid in silence cause you don't know how much time I spent crying emotional breakdowns while I'm driving screaming at the top of my lungs this can't be it my pain's invisible you
0: can't see it so never call, Who did that I never beat? You
2: white- I found it. Uh, I found it online. Found oh, it on. Uh, cool. Yeah. Found I'm it.
0: not. I like that beat.
2: Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's a. Uh, there are so many great beats on YouTube, and so I just. Wow. I go out. I I listen to a whole bunch of beats. I find the one that I like, and I purchase it. You know, get how, all, how much? Uh, I mean, probably like two hundred dollars to pay for that beat. Wow. Yeah. So two hundred dollars get a get a get a really good beat. Um, I like to, uh, what I do is I'll, I'll find the beat, find the beat that I like. I go ahead and purchase, I'll either purchase an unlimited license or I'll purchase an exclusive license. Mm. Um, I like purchasing an exclusive just cause I know that now that's mine and no one else is going to be able to use it and they mm. take it down and everything. And then, uh, I hit up the producers. This one's from Chucky beats. So I'll hit up the producers and then just be like, Hey, yo, I like this beat. I bought it. Um, I'm making a song with it. And, uh, you know, I end up getting a little back and forth, and it's been cool. I had a couple producers talk to me a little bit, and then they're like, dude, I really like what you're doing with my beats. Keep it up. Nice. Yeah.
0: I, I think that that's how uh, Um. about a week ago. Yeah. What's that? What's that? Who's that? Uh,
2: That's che- no, not Shag West.
0: We fucking did a oh, remix to this
1: song.
2: And you know uh, Panda was a $200 beat, too.
1: Whoa. That's Bobby Schmurter. Yeah. Bobby that's Schmurter. The the, the,
0: the the it's called Hot Nigga. Yeah. It's kinda weird saying it, not being black, but that's the title of the song. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah. But um and That was
1: an overnight hit. Yeah. Right? And that, that was just one song. Hard. Yeah. Out of nowhere.
2: There's I mean it's
0: but wait, a, wait, when you say panda you mean uh, this, uh by designer. Designer. Yeah,
2: panda, panda, panda. panda. Yeah. Fuck you. That was a two hundred dollar beat. That was a two hundred dollar beat. That's crazy. Just off of YouTube. And, you know, that's just and a lot of times people look at the producers and be like, yo, stop putting them up on YouTube like that. You can make so much more money if you send them out. Right. But like, it's just we're in. A, I feel like we're in a creative renaissance right now. Thanks yeah. to technology we like just we all have such an opportunity. I wouldn't have been able to be a rapper 20, 30 years ago, even 10, 15 years ago, because I would have needed so much more connections, studios and stuff. Man, I I went to my job, saved up my money, bought myself a mic, go on YouTube. What else you need?
0: Yeah. Well, that's really dope that you're doing it. Yeah. A lot of people. I don't know, man. It's like weird. It's like we can just. It's it, it's it's what it is. Is it's hard to stay consistent. Yeah. That's what it is. So like, if five years from now, like you're gonna be, like, way better. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like mean, y- I, you just gotta keep going, keep doing it. That's that, the thing.
2: That's real as fuck. Because I like
0: I'm on my 30th podcast but i'm like just getting started you know Mm -hmm. i've been at it for over a year you know
2: that's that dedication i've written you know i've written over a hundred songs my first dozen two dozen are trash like well it's uh,
0: not even that they're trash you're just always going to be getting better you know
2: yeah and it's not that they're trash but it's just you know you, you were a novice. Get, you get better, yeah, and yeah. it's and that's what it is. Like not everyone's a prodigy, you know. <sighs> like I'm not a prodigy, but no one works as hard as me. You mm. know, like that's what it's about. Like you know, um, not everyone is gifted with Superman athleticism, but if you work hard enough and you and you and you put in the time, you can be like a Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's cool because it's like anything you do, if you put a little bit of effort—not even a little bit—if you put in the effort, you put in the time, you put in the hours you will get better. Yeah. And if you put in those 10,000 hours, you will be great. and Mm -hmm. You will get paid for whatever the fuck you want to get paid for.
1: And that's actually something I like it from the Joe Rogan, something that Joe Rogan says on his podcast all the time that I really take to heart is he talks about how just learning a skill is just so positive Mm. for mental health and for, you know, whether it be for sobriety or just for your own sanity, like getting a skill is, you know, it's probably, you know, probably saved my life. Like just focusing on photography and, or, or something and just trying to get better at it and having that be your calling, you know, maybe, you know, for a lot of people that that's probably their God, you know, trying to improve at something, you know, yeah, having them pull at them. Um, and that's, you know, that's what you value. That's what you're, you know, you, as a human, you can kind of, you need to have an aim, you know, you need to have something to fill up your, your time and energy. Um, and you know, we have such an opportunity to do that. Like you said, it's a renaissance, um, uh, especially here in America. You know, we forget. Um, I see, I see you've been traveling to other countries, and yeah. you know, I'm sure you, you, you've realized that a lot of these people don't have the opportunity, they don't have the luxury of being able to, to contemplate, um, oh, you know, why aren't my numbers as high? You know, they're just trying to eat, yeah, you know, for sure, right? I mean, I,
0: I Make, I don't think we should be making it our God because that's that's making it more important than anything else, you know? That's true. So it's like, it's good to have a... It's just all about that balance because I think you can burn out, like what he was saying. Like, like
1: what's your thing? My thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, right now I got a lot of things going. I, I uh, But like, man. what's your
0: you're saying you're into this, this whole idea and this concept of having a skill. And right now
1: the skill that I'm, i mean, you know, it can be little things. So, you know, I play soccer on the weekends, Mm. trying to get better at soccer. I know Danny plays basketball and he's been killing it lately, but just going out to, you know, and not even at a high level, you know, I just go play on Saturday leagues and just playing and being competitive is, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of primal, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you, you getting better at something, uh, and and then uh, you know pushing yourself, um, you know working out, you know let's try to go to the gym uh, yeah, at least three times a week, and and really pushing myself there, or going on a run. I know you talk about you know exercising, yeah. Um, so you know things like that. My thing, I would say, I definitely want to focus a lot on photography, yeah. creatively. I love because, your photography. Thank you, photography. thank, thank you. That that means a lot. I, I do a lot of photography for Danny. Yeah. Um, you know, doing weddings and, and things of that nature is, is fun and, and, and I enjoy it. And, um, what, but it's what's
0: your Instagram?
1: Megustavo photo. M M E G U S T A V O photo. Got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, it sounds like you do have a healthy balance because you're doing a bunch of different stuff.
1: Right. And actually, you know, something I've been doing now that it's the new year and we're getting into 2020, I'm trying to do more. Of the other stuff that I'm not doing, you know, meditating, uh, right. stretching, you know, just getting enough sleep. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, t- to go back to this what you were just is saying. Crazy. Thank you. Yeah, that's, it, that's him. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that was we're one trying. of those, you know, it just happened to look nice. The lighting was cool. So we just kind of snapped it and it then turned well, out like a really looks, good, good photo. This
0: looks really good. Thank you.
2: That was uh, when I got the the arrow tattoo.
0: That was that day. mm yeah, it was a tattoo artist's house. Mm. Yeah, I mean, cause, cause what what I'm saying you got to be worried about is like, when 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 you're, um, when you're uh, when
1: you you know when you're I think I think I know where you're going with this. It's yeah. where you you tie all your value as a human yes. to the skill. Mm. yeah that's you don't want to go down that path yes and so that's why i like doing multiple things because if then you know you have a bad day at one thing maybe the other thing goes well you know it's good to have that balance yeah
0: yeah that's actually damn that's crazy because i mean honestly i think also just like this whole idea of like a bad day like it's not good or bad or it's a day it's just a fucking day that's cool yeah. It's like whatever, dude. Yeah. It's like weird that the solution for me has become to try to care less cuz it just seems like so counterintuitive. You know, just But it's got it's what it's got to be for me cuz no, I just It's care. Al-
1: it's almost ironic cuz you know the yeah. people like you said the people that care less end up becoming more successful yeah because they're able to just do it more just let go. without
2: like tripping on it i think that's the key you're not tripping on it when yeah. you detach emotionally you don't get so invested yeah. and then you don't you don't worry you don't freak yourself out so much yeah. you know what i'm saying i just just two days ago i had a shitty start to my day and then i was so emotionally attached to the situation and the circumstances and i started screaming and yelling and i was like wait a minute i'm not gonna let this happen I'm not going to let this happen. I'm not going to let this one situation fuck up my entire day. It's not going to happen. And I I meditated for a second. I detached from it. Um, I went to the gym and played basketball. That's what my meditation has been lately. And then the whole afternoon, it was great. I got, I ended up playing basketball with one of my best friends from my childhood that I hadn't seen in years. I ended up getting a couple shirts into a clothing store and like just things started going my way. And it's like. I could have sat in that pit of negativity yeah. all day. I could have sat in there and allowed it. And that's a, that's, a, that's a recipe for like a relapse when you sit in that pit of negativity. Mm-hmm. But you don't do it. You detach from the situation. You detach from whatever negative situation is going on. And you clear your head. And then that's when good things happen. When a, good day will, when a bad day will turn into a beautiful day. When you never know what's going to happen. Cause then you, then you kind of give yourself a nice clean slate.
0: Like what time did you get up that day?
2: I got up at around 8am. Wow. Got up, yeah. You get up that early? Yeah. I get up that early every day. Fuck dude. Yeah. I got up and this is, yeah, I, I got up and then, um. Why do you get up that early? Well, when I was in rehab, I got up at 5am every day. For how
0: long were you doing that? For, how For long? a
2: month. And so now my, bi- my, body, my biological clock is just used to me getting up early. Um, I go Okay, up-
0: but what about before you went to rehab?
2: Oh, I was getting Dude, you know what I would do every day? This is actually really funny. I'd set my alarm for 6 a.m. so I could get to work early. And when I woke up at 6, the thought of going to work was like just shit that I would <laughs> stay in bed for like two or three hours and just like dread going to work, and then I'd be late. Every day I'd wake up to get early at 6 a.m. and I'd be late every day because I dreaded going to work. What would you do? Um, I was working in the family business. Mm. And it's it's just I don't know what it was. It's not necessarily my family that it's just that I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't doing something. that. What, I what,
0: what, what was it?
2: Um, I was at the time I was pulling permits for signs. So I was going to, and then helping up around the office, just kind of like helping walk in clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so like
0: what, 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 what do you mean signs? Like, what is your family business? What is that?
2: Uh, so my dad owns a company that is. Uh, we are a sign company. We own like cha- we do like channel illuminated signs. Mm-hmm. Um, all the big signs that you see at the storefront signage, uh-huh. and we do like car wraps and everything. And so, what's it called? At this point, I was just pulling permits. So we have a few sales reps. You just were fucking over it. I was just fucking over it, bro. I yeah. want to. I want to. I want to live my life, dude. Yeah. And it's not even that the business isn't like I even I like the business too. Like it's cool and it makes good money. We were making great money, but it's just like, dude, I want to be my own person. I want to yeah. live my own life. And it's crazy because I talked to my dad I was like, hey, I'm going to start my own company, right? And then he was just like, oh, that's a great idea. You should just call it the same name. And then I was just like, no, dude. I don't want to call it the same name (laughs) (laughs) because I want to be my own person and then I was talking to Gustavo about this and he was like why don't you just change your name to your dad's name dude (laughs) if you're gonna like Start a new company with the same name. Just become Jose. And I'm like, dude, no, I don't want to be my
0: dad. What's the name of the company? It's
2: Feathers. And is, can I drop it real quick? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah it's uh, Feathers, Signs and Printing in Valencia, California. I mean, it's a great company. Feathers? Feathers. Like is, a bird.
1: I'm going to take the opportunity to plug myself here. I also do web design. I designed the <laughs> website for them. Oh, cool. Um, so if you go to feathersigns.com, that's uh, one of our first clients we've had. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Do you use so.
0: Squarespace?
1: I use WordPress. Or well, we uh, use WordPress. Right. Yeah, um, so
0: Squarespace the, is like so easy, though. Oh, huh? it's
1: so good. I, I mean, do you, do you guys use that for yeah. Ridge? Yeah. Um, you know, the best thing about I mean, I haven't really played around with Squarespace too much, but I know that it, I, I, the websites that I see that are Squarespace are just super clean. Yeah, they're super clean. They look really modern. So what are what are you doing right now? Well, I do I do all that stuff. So um, so I actually also have a nine to five. So I was thinking, you know, when you guys are talking about waking up early, I, I wake up around six thirty every day because. I have a nine to five. Um, I do marketing, you know, Monday through Friday, um, technically eight to five. Uh, So so I do that uh, 40 hours a week. Um, Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not one of these, you know, a lot of people don't like their job, want to get out of it, want to, you know, do something for themselves. I really like my job. I appreciate it. I like the people I work with. I like the work I do. Um, But I also have this stuff on the side that I really care about, too. And if that takes off, then that would be great. Um, what's Alex? So what, uh, so, what's so the just nine to five? So the nine to five, I work for, it's a super random company. It's called PDC. Um, that's the division of a bigger company called Brady. Um, at that company I do, uh, I'm a marketing specialist. Um, so I just, you know, I send out marketing emails. I Wait, so did, them.
0: Did we get your number as a
1: photographer? Um, you guys got my number as a photographer. We did because right. I I remember
0: we were looking for more photographers
1: and uh, right because I also talked to Chris Robledo and Troy. They've worked on weddings with Oleg, uh-huh. and I, and they told me that you guys are looking for photographers. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's how you guys got my number. So I do the photography on the side. I do the weddings on the weekends, and I also started a web design company. So those are kind of my three things um, that I got going. Just to kind Wait, of What's the nine to five again? I'm a marketing specialist for. Uh, they do um, ident you know. They call them ID products. Um, they make like the wristbands you get at hospitals, you know, the ID badges for businesses, you know, things like that. You know, if you- school IDs, all sorts of. But what do you do? So I do. I'm a marketing specialist. What does so- that mean? So, th- <laughs> so what I do like day to day. Do you know what that means? It's like a generic title. Like yeah. To Right. It is. It is, and actually, and actually, and to be more clear, to be more clear, uh, or more specific. Yeah, yeah, more specific. Um, is, yeah, I feel like my ego is being uh, hurt right now. Why? But, uh, <laughs> I don't know because it just feels like, oh, you know, I have to, you know, like I uh, value my job. Oh, I, uh, I, I care too much about it. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, I'm definitely. I'm just trying to be open about it. Like, it definitely hurts a little bit to hear that, you know. But to hear what? But going past that, you know, I don't know. Um, just that it's like uh, generic. No, and no, 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 no. He, he takes pride in no, being no, no, a marketer. I take pride in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, but really I could see dope. why it would be confusing. Because, um, but hold on, yeah,
0: that's dope. And what he meant was that that the. the uh, like, saying that you're a marketing specialist, that's generic, meaning in the sense that, like, there's so many broad, yeah. different things within that that yeah. you can be. So, I don't right. think that that was meant to... Cause, no, I know that. Hold yeah. on, though. That's actually what Brad does for us. Oh, so really? He's uh, Right on. Like, he's helping with our YouTube, like, getting it in front of the right people, using the right hashtags, using yep. the right analytics yeah, so yeah. is that kind of like what you do for them yeah
1: sort of i mean so uh so actually i'm a mar- i was a marketing assistant for a long time so i was just very admin um and then i got really good at uh you know connecting things i guess is the way i'd put it you know just connecting different apps to each other um so i i recently got promoted to marketing automation specialist to be more clear mm-hmm. so that's what i do now so what that means is like you know um So you, you get emails, right? You get marketing emails. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those, um, are sent out like just, okay guys, this is like MailChimp. Yeah. Like MailChimp. Exactly. We use, we use a platform called HubSpot. Um, but they all have this kind of automation functionality, which is, uh, you know, basically what it is is to a specific customer that does a specific action, send this email, you know, just giving a basic example of It's like send this email and then send this email two weeks later, after they look at this web page, oh, right? Wow. So you automate that instead of like bulk sending to a bunch of people on random days. Um, so
0: you, you sh- are you down to come by and, and look at our email?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. Because we
0: have, <clears throat> we send out an email too. Like a newsletter? Yeah, a newsletter. Yeah. But we don't have any, like, I, I feel like, it might be nice to know who's looking at it and then maybe do a follow-up with that. I don't know. There's, There's got to be something. Yeah, we can, we I
2: can, can take a look, look at, at it. it. Yeah, yeah. This, also. This dude is really good at, you know, all these new apps and texts and websites that are, yeah. you know. No, he, I'm just... He's really good at all It'd that. be
0: cool just for you to just come check out what we're doing and see if yeah. you have any ideas. I mean, but,
1: I'd love to see that. I mean, I, the, the other thing I love about your channel is that when you show the kind of the 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 story behind Ridge, you know, I saw that one video of like, who is Ridge? Um, and just kind of being open about uh, what goes on yeah. behind the company, you know, behind yeah. the closed door, you know, I, I think a lot of companies kind of try to keep it closed off, right. you know, like it's like a mystery. Right. And obviously there's time and place for that. You don't want competitors to see it, but well, being open about how well, it works is really, it's just really interesting. Well, honestly,
0: there's just too many people doing it that way I just want to be different so I'm like all right all you guys can be it can be a secret and you can be like (laughs) you can present it in a way that you want it to be presented but we're just going to be completely transparent because I feel like doing something different is how you're going to stand out yeah that's part of it but it's also just like my nature
1: it's also just being real, you know. Yeah. You're not trying yeah. to accomplish anything. You just want to show people what.
0: But there's also what it's about. There's also a value in being like you know Daft Punk, meaning like the, the or Tool, or 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 a, or a brand that's very hush hush. Yeah, there's concealed a cool factor to identity. It. Yeah. Like I've actually always loved either do that really well or just fucking let it all hang out and Mm. i feel like we have such an exciting interesting thing going on behind the scenes that we could just let it all hang out and that will bring us more attention than it than it would if we were like you know super strategic about what we showed and what was
2: yeah and i do you think people like seeing that growth too
0: I I just think right now we're, we're in a time where you need to be put, putting out more content. You Mm -hmm. need to be, you need to be constantly more, I think is better than less nowadays. That's another
1: reason why I think it's good to do what we do. Can I ask you something? Have you um, met any like clients directly from social media that you wouldn't have met? If you hadn't posted something, yeah, that you're happy about, like you know? Pap's Blue Ribbon, there you go. For one. that makes it all work. That's and
0: also uh, Dominic Lord, which is an artist. He did a song featuring Rich the Kid, and we got that specifically because of this Sheck West video we did, where we actually like, kind of like, like he never paid us. So we did like a joke video. No, mm-hmm. we, well, we did a dope video, but he didn't pay us. So we actually just put it out and they took it down. So we did like one of my guys like made fun of him like a parody. Yeah. But it was actually his video that we shot <laughs> and it like blew up overnight. And like I had high snob and rap genius and, TMZ and um, just like so every single big blog and site. Like, I woke up to emails from all of them, and we were like number one on Reddit. (coughs) And it got like a million views overnight. (coughs) It was crazy. That's (laughs) bad. But it was like super, it was like a big chance that we took to just like blatantly like clown on like one of the biggest rappers in the world. Like, who would do that? You you don't really need to. We have enough. So this can be the last chunk, Alex. And then let's just make sure we're ready for Dom. Because I just, like, post, like, I mean, we have already an hour of footage and a podcast. So I just post, like, I'll just post, like, a minute or two of, like, this to promote. The full podcast, right? Okay, cool. On
1: Instagram, you know. And and when Dom gets here, I don't, I don't don't mind just kind of letting you guys do. Yeah, you guys can just
0: chill, or if you need to leave, that's fine. But if you want to
1: hang out and listen, that's cool too. No, that'd be awesome. I'd love to meet him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet him, and you
0: can listen to what we're talking about if he ever shows up. Um, and if you have something you want to add, you can just add it. Like this, one of these mics will be like a rotating mic, so anyone that's here can just jump in and like say something right okay. yeah, you know what i'm cool. saying it's yeah. kind of cool to have like a third yeah yeah person like i think it's why like you know people like howard stern or even joe rogan like they have like he has jamie or yeah yeah He does, i mean the relationship that joe has with jamie is kind of crazy though do you guys listen to him a lot
1: uh jamie doesn't talk much does no he, he doesn't much?
0: yeah because, yeah. like, when he does, I feel like Joe's, like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, yeah, weird. Yeah. It's, like, weird. Jamie's, like, I don't know. It's, like, I feel like they have this unwritten rule about him, like, keeping it to a minimum and only searching stuff and just being <laughs> super. But he's really good at his job. That's cool. Damn. Yeah. Well, and then you have Howard who has, like, that, that one chick, Robin, and then he has – he had Artie Lang. Mm-hmm. Who was just like a, f- that fool. Have you heard, have you heard Artie Lang on Joe Rogan?
2: No, I haven't. But I used to listen to Howard a lot and that fool was amazing at his interviews.
0: Oh, Howard? Yeah. Yeah. But Artie is dope. Artie was like the alcoholic, New York alcoholic guy that was like his co-host. Oh, okay. Artie Lang. And he was like struggled with heroin for so many years and he finally actually just got sober. And he went on Howard Stern, or he went on Joe Rogan and talks about... He's like a stand-up comedian, but he's like... You don't know who Artie Lang is? No. He's like on a lot of Howard. He was like there for every episode Howard did. You
1: probably recognize
2: him. Yeah, he does look familiar.
1: He's just like...
0: He's so crazy. And he's such a gnarly, hope-to-die-drunk heroin (laughs) addict. And for, for the whole time he was with Howard, he was like fucked up like literally like would be like on drugs and just trying to get drugs and gambling and just he was just like a crazy new yorker like his story is really wild and and the podcast he does with joe rogan is incredible he talks a lot about AA and he talks a lot about getting sober and because joe doesn't really like understand sobriety i feel like he i i, I think actually i take that back he does but he's like totally not an alcoholic. He's like the opposite of an Mm -hmm. alcoholic. Joe's like this positive, he has discipline. He like alcoholics are just undisciplined by nature, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And we've, we've spent so much of our life avoiding growth and being an adult and discipline. And like that, that, that for us to, it's almost like we've, we're a piece of wood that's been warped over like years of abuse. So you can't like unwarp it. You can't go back to it. You how it can't. Was. It's fucked up. Like because, men
2: who lost their legs and never go new ones. Yeah.
0: So, but you can build a new character, which I've done. Like people can't even like, I, I still have some of the shit that I had like 15 years ago, but like, I'm still like the same person at heart, but I'm like, not, Like I've changed in so many ways, you know what I mean. We touched on that earlier, you know. Like people can trust me now. (laughs)
1: That's
2: (laughs) that's a blessing. That's cool. Yeah, it really is. Like
0: I used to be the guy at the party that had like a backpack on that was like full of like dust off, and like I had like a bunch of pills and a bunch of weed, and I would like go in the corner and like huff dust off, and then like and then like walk into the party. And like start talking with like the weird voice and like maybe pass out in front of people. Just like weird shit. Like That's I was crazy. fucking wild as fuck. <laughs>
2: Man, yeah. I was, I was, when I was in, I was the kid who, when I was in high school, I was a kid who always ended up throwing up. Right. I always, every single party, I'd be throwing up. I'd fall asleep in the bathroom. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then I'd also would just show up to any, in any, every party. Like, I was always there. Like, if someone's having a party, I don't give a fuck if I'm invited or not. I'm going and I'm going to be drunk and I'm going to be the drunkest motherfucker there. Yeah. Every time. It's
0: really pretty. It's like, it's weird how we see
2: how we were not drinking like everybody else. How everybody else was there having a good time, being normal, decent human beings. And we were always the ones that were kind of like.
0: But what's weird, what I was going to say was that it's weird how fucking off our perception is of what, of how we look like. I thought I was like cool or whatever, mm-hmm. or you probably thought it was like, okay to be, to be that guy. Yeah, it's not. You were like annoying. People were probably like, Oh, here's this motherfucker yeah, yeah. again. You're like, looking Ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like we think that it's like cool, but it's like, not it's a fucking, you're just a mess. Oh, I was just a mess.
2: I thought people loved it. Right. I thought I was the life of the party, and I look back, and it's like no.
0: That's what I'm saying. Our perception is so off. Yeah. You know, and it's like we take that into sobriety, mm-hmm. that warped perception,
2: and that's where we have to continuously change it and yeah. readjust. Yeah, we our have mentality. to ask
0: for like a, 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 a. But but I go to a meeting called Prime Time, and and it and it it really helps me understand. Like, just knowing that my perception is off,
1: like, helps me. You know, um, that's I'm really glad you brought that up. I I, I think about that a lot, you know, because, you know, you run into people in life where you're like, that guy's perception is totally off. Right. Um, but for me, it always gets me thinking, like, I know my perception isn't completely on all the time. Right. So I think about that a lot about, you know, how do I know my perception is not off well, now? Well, I
0: mean, look, if you're like, for like. This is what I can say about me. Okay. I'm an alcoholic. Right. Therefore, I have a disease that centers in my mind. And without a power guiding me, my perception is always off. Like always like, but like when you guys walked in, I was with the power does that make sense so so i was inviting and i was loving and we did this and this is what's supposed to be happening but but if i'm not with the power i'm not even doing this podcast man i'm like fucked up i'm like yeah. you know what like, i'm saying like my perception's off i'm like uh, uh, this shit's never going to go like i only have like you know however many listeners and it's just it's never going to blow up i'm never going to get sponsors i'm never it's why am i even wasting my time you know what I'm saying? Like I just have a negative. My default is like negative, fault finding, self centered. Um, that's how I n- am without God.
2: That yeah. power give you the
0: courage and the strength. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and yeah. Without that, my perception's off. And, and I think
1: I think it's important to cool, acknowledge like those things yeah. and always. I mean, obviously, you do want to. It's not that you don't care at all. Um, it's not that it's like it doesn't matter but you just the big difference is that you don't let it take over you know you don't let it kind of overwhelm you into uh, what doesn't matter like let's say like what you were saying your fears of uh, you know the podcast will never work out like you you yeah. do want to acknowledge that kind of that fear or you know wherever you're at in the numbers but I think the difference is that you don't let it overwhelm you no, like, and honestly, get you to stop no, like, you keep going
0: honestly bro like it doesn't even fucking matter that's like where right. I. That's where
1: I need to be. That's where you need to be. Because i, I, I want to be. And I you always... know it's
0: crazy. If you look at like someone like Joe, like he like legitimately never gave a fuck about that. Mm. Like this fool like did so many fucking podcasts with his friends before anyone even gave a fuck that he was doing podcasts. He kept doing them just because he liked doing it. That's mm. what he he does things he likes to do that make him feel good that's it
2: that's the most important thing that's
0: it he doesn't care and when people try to tell him that like he's the best and he's number 1 he just says like it's weird
1: <laughs>
0: he doesn't even like it's like it's like
1: it's bizarre it's, the re- it, 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 yeah, you you hear, you hear him i love the rogan podcast yeah. and i remember listening to it when it was starting to get big and now, like, it's I, just, I, now it's just now it's just on such a crazy it's so it's insane. insane but but i feel like
0: he really does. I, I really believe that he's somehow able to, to 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 not care about those things. Results don't matter. Yeah.
1: So, like, what you're saying is that, like, well, I'm saying that, like, let's say you if you want to if, if you want to be successful at something, it's not necessarily that not caring will make you successful. All I'm saying is that. um that like successful okay so there's definitely people that do that don't care at all like a Joe Rogan type right um but there's people that care um that become successful okay but so they just but let me just finish like they just don't care enough for it to stop them you know what I mean overwhelm them yeah because I, I think a big part is like for for me at least um is like I heard uh here's another like quote It's, like that um the difference between confidence is cur- and courage is that when you're confident, you have no fear. But when you're courageous is when you have fear, but you do the thing anyway.
0: Okay, so, so this, is, this is what makes me different because I'm an alcoholic. I can't, I can't walk that line in between those two things. That's what it is. I can't do it. You're an
1: extremist.
0: I'm powerless. Uh. I'm powerless over anything that I can use To replace the drugs and alcohol. I will let that consume me every fucking time. Mm. That's the problem. I see. So for me, it has to either be all or nothing.
1: Give yourself an inch. You're going to. So for me,
0: it has to just be nothing. Yeah. I have to literally only be doing this right now because I enjoy doing it with you guys and nobody is going to listen to it. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) I mean, like that's impossible though because i do care right i do want that's what i'm saying just many people as possible but but like when i'm really connected like i don't care you can let go of it it's the yeah it's like weird that's the difference between me and like a normal person who has courage right like my courage is it's life or death like just looking at it and 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 recognizing that I'm powerless over my obsessed mind like I'll become obsessed if I start and I do it every day that's the thing it's like I go I I spiral into it every day yeah that's cool cuz that's when you um and I have to re-remind myself
2: I like I feel like I'm 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 connecting what you're saying because it's like you're you're talking about how like the journey is the most important yeah, thing it's exactly, not it's exactly. not that end result it's exactly. who the amount of the amount of, of listeners things like that um and I, I I like that a lot I'm very I'm you know I'm su- I'm super like just happy that we've been able to do this and um you know even if no one listens to it the amount that I've taken from this is
0: infinite. And, and you right. know, the, the whole, the whole, well, we should go to meetings. I'd be down. You should hit me up because I feel like you guys are, you're doing the thing. How many meetings do you go to?
2: I go to one every other day minimum. Where? Uh, I go some in Santa Clarita and uh, I like to travel out. I like, I went to a really good Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. meeting at the children's hospital. Ooh, great. One of the greatest speakers I've ever heard. Wow. He said, he said, he said, I felt like a serial killer with no kills. And I was like, I feel you. <laughs>
0: mm, I don't get that. <laughs> you don't get that. He's
2: like, mm, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I relate to it is because I was just so insane. Right, I felt like in my disease, I was capable of anything. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and then my mind was just, um, I contemplated suicide for a long time. And I have two suicide attempts. Mm. And so I was like, one bad day away from being a serial killer not that i would ever do that i don't feel like i would ever do that like i'm not gonna do that uh, but i got it but it's just like i just felt you know just that insanity in the brain uh-huh. was so heavy and so was it was just so heavy that you know it was like i feel like a serial killer without kills
0: right yeah Meaning that like you 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 put you got to the point of being able to kill someone, you were so angry, so angry, so just
2: just completely warped in the thinking, just completely in the sense of like anything is possible right now, right like in the disease
0: yeah, I get it
2: insanity is so prevalent, um I thought that was so you know, when I heard that, I was just like, yeah, dude. Um I mean I was just in Colombia outside of rehab. Uh I got out and I was still really low and I was um looking for uh in Colombia we call it basuco and that's crack. I was one day away I was one bad day away from being a crackhead in Colombia. One bad day away. And that's just how it is.
0: <coughs> yeah, I get that.
2: But I mean, I'm down to go to meetings. I go to the ones in Santa Clarita, but I'm down to travel down to. Uh,
0: yeah, well, we'll just we'll just exchange numbers and, you know, yeah, that'll
1: be cool. Yeah, I'd love to come by to you know do stuff with Reajur, yeah. uh, just to check it out. You yeah, know? we
0: will, we will. Yeah. It was really cool talking to you guys. Yeah, yeah thanks awesome. for having us.
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad I came by.